Wakey wakey Upper East podcasters, it's Manipulation Station on the Upper East Side and no one is safe from getting hit by this train or being on it. Hey everybody, it's C. I'm S. And we're Gossip Girls. Why did you hear Serena? Where is she being Serena? And who are we? That's a secret we'll never tell. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls. We are two women of color that host a show about Gossip Girl, a very, very white show. I just, I just want to explain my. Um, <laughs> I want to explain the intro. It's a manipulation station, which is a train station, which is why no one is safe from getting hit by the train or I, being on it. Does do you think everyone got that? I, I hope so. Okay. <laughs> After explaining it, <laughs> they probably got it. They got it. Anyways, this week we are going to discuss season three, episode six. Enough about Eve. Of course, it wasn't all about Eve. It's about all about Eve, which is one of my favorite Betty Davis movies, and also one of my favorite movies of all time. I have never seen it. It is excellent. I recently rewatched it. It was playing on TMC. No, sorry, TCM. Maybe over, it was like it was early in the summer, and I hadn't watched it in years, and it still holds up. Just like everything from cinematography, the costume design, the direction, Betty Davis at her finest. It's so good. Highly yeah. recommend. And like yeah, the the episode kind of starts off with it, right? With, yeah, it's is a, that with the? Yeah, it's a parody of it. Okay, so um, let me read the Netflix description. Ah, uh, Netflix. So the description is this: Dan invites Olivia to meet Rufus and Lily, which leads to all sorts of problems for the new couple. Serena and Nate team up to help Carter Bazin. That is the episode in a nutshell. It does not mention Vanessa at all, but okay. <laughs> uh, Even though she's pretty prominent in this episode yeah. if nothing might be the lead of this episode yeah but it's kind of fun for me having like an episode really with vanessa being prominent and we don't yeah. really get those episodes often. you kind of get like some of her backstory mm-hmm. and like her her emo- she has like emotional depth in this episode rather than just being like a happy-go-lucky hippie not even that she's not necessarily like a, a, a plot yeah. prop yeah exactly which i feel like so many of these episodes that she's been featured in has been about just her and how she's facilitating someone else's progress not really her own so um it's been, it was really fun seeing her get some backstory like you said yeah so um so this episode has two separate story arcs and one of them is with blair and vanessa and we'll get started talking about that. Yeah. So, so it starts off with, like I was saying, the parody of, or the um, the homage to All About Eve. Mm-hmm. And I have not seen it, so I had no idea what they were talking about. <laughs> yeah. I like I watched all these like Audrey Hepburn movies mm-hmm. you know, when I was like in my late teens. I was like, I need to watch these because right. they're classic films. And, like I don't like most of them. The only one I liked was uh, Roman Holiday. I love Roman it's Holiday. It's so cute. I always get sad when Richard Peck and her don't end up together. It's like, spoiler alert. Yeah, I mean, they like don't from the 1940s. But yeah, but still, like, ugh, breaks I my know. heart. Oh, it's like, because they were so fucking cute together. And I went to She's also a baby, though, but also, like, she was like, yeah. she was, like 22 or something. Oh, my God. I it like, was like in his 40s, all the but I, I ship it so in, hard. She's so young. She's she just, like, blows ba- my mind. Yeah, and then she had this amazing career as a UNICEF ambassador and doing really wonderful things about you know cool things and mm-hmm. i sometimes i get said about you have burned i won't go on like my weird soapbox but like everyone talks about her being like this just beautiful figure she was awesome outside of just being yeah. beautiful she was super intelligent brilliant she spoke like eight languages like she's badass anyway um this is not actually have burned film it's no, Betty it's davis. davis and that's why blair's like freaking out because she's not supposed to be betty davis she's always audrey in her dream so she's having dream. a dream yeah 
and um, in the dream, she is she is like I don't know, sitting in a room and right. Well, some, I don't I don't know what the plot is about all about Eve. Sure. So I'll explain the all about Eve a uh, bit of it. It's the award ceremony. It's after uh, this play opening, and everyone is there and supposed to be receiving an award. And then it's the younger actress who's like kind of on her her way up to the stratosphere while as Betty Davis' career is kind of winding down. Mm-hmm. And she feels like the entire movie is like she's feeling like she's becoming less and less relevant. Whereas this other girl who, you know, is an up-and-coming actress is getting all this, this shine and spotlight, but also she has her own demons that she's hiding too. So, as all young people do. As all young people do. And so she feels like she's being um, kind of chased out of town or at least chased out of her career by this young person. And losing her edge and all that. So uh, that's a, it's a pivotal scene at the end of the film where um, the younger actress Eve in the film uh, about all about Eve is about all about the young actress named Eve. Okay. She's getting this award, and Betty Davis as well as all the other characters, the primary characters, principal characters rather in the movie are all watching her get this award, and they know how shitty this person is, and how what and what the things that she did to get to this point because she's not as great as everyone thinks she is. Oh. So that's what the the scene is. It's fantastic. Oh God, I love all, all about Eve, but um, yeah. So it's a pivotal this... scene in the film, and uh, Blair is Eve, and she's like, I don't like this. I'm not supposed to be Eve. Wait, I thought Eve was a young person. I'm sorry. Um, she is. She's Betty Davis. Okay. Yeah. And then the other girls, Eve. Eve. Yeah. Oh, so then, so in this dream, mm-hmm. um, she's Betty Davis, and uh, Vanessa is Eve, and Vanessa gets to go get the award or whatever. Right. She's getting the award, and uh, Blair is not happy about it. I had the pleasure of getting to know tonight's recipient. Know that she is a kind <laughs> and gentle. You okay. What? No. No, I am not okay. Humility. Her devotion, her love for us. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Vanessa Abrams. So she wakes up. And as as we all know, when you wake up from a dream, you remember everything. I don't remember any of my dreams. I some- I don't understand how Blair remembers all of her dreams. I remember some. I remember none of them. I had a dream the other night that I lost 200 pounds and I was invisible. And then I had another dream where... Um, you were invisible? Yeah. Like, in the dream, it was weird. Um, I went, like I was on a scale and they kept on, like, going further and further to the left. Oh, so you just, like, disappeared? Disappeared. Wow. And it was, like, very creepy. I was like, all right, that's some stuff that I have to work out. Yeah. I'll talk about that another day. Um, and, then, um, and then I had a dream that the, the um, that uh, Trump didn't win, Jim didn't get reelected. And I oh was my so God. happy. I've, I've had those dreams, and too. I, I was so happy. I, like, I was so elated. Like, oh, thank God. Ugh. And then I woke up and he was the president and I got sad. So, that happens um, to me every morning. I, like, wake <laughs> up and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this is the world that we live in. <laughs> yeah, so I remember I remember some of my dreams, but it depends on the dream. I especially if they're good dreams, I remember them or try to like I try to remember them so I can go right back to them like I'll yeah. stay asleep long enough so I can get back into them by an effort too. I I had a lot of dreams um in my past about my ex-boyfriend being vampires and I think that's I don't know what happened. It was like my ex-boyfriend's were either vampires or Draco Malfoy. Mm. <laughs> and it was just like this weird situation where they would like, you know, try to find me and like 
you know, kill me or whatever. No. But like, yeah, it was bad. I don't know. They were, they all looked like Draco Malfoy. <laughs> <laughs> Even though none of my exes have looked like Draco Malfoy. Yeah. Suffice it to say some deep-seated sexual attention Ooh, about Draco Malfoy. No, I don't understand. I mean, he... No. Nope. 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 Especially now, because like, I feel like the actor, his hair is receding a bit. He doesn't look great. Tom Felton? Is that his name? Yeah, he's on a show on the CW, actually. Oh, he's not bad looking. He's okay. Yeah, he looks a lot better when he doesn't have like that shocking white hair. Word. He has yeah. facial hair now, too, I think. Oh, yeah. A lot of men look better with facial hair, and he's definitely one of them. Word. Shout yeah. out to Tom Felton. Hi, Tom. <laughs> Please listen to our podcast. <laughs> Word. Draco Malfoy. Oh, man. So uh, going back, to though, to um, the plot at hand, um, she oh, wakes yeah. up, and Blair is trying to figure out a way to get to be the guest speaker of the freshman dinner. So the freshman dinner is something at NYU that, like, the parents of the freshmen and like the freshmen are all invited to attend and someone gets to get it's parents toast. day. Yeah. It's parents night. It's parents night. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, that's what it is. And it's like, I mean, every, every university has one of those events. Where, yeah. Like, your parents we had come. like parents weekend, I think. Yeah, exactly. We had that. Yeah. Too. And so, um, at NYU, it's like a little probably fancier thing. And, um, Blair's like, I want to give the toast because I like Blair is still feeling Real sad about not being the queen of NYU. Yeah, she's, she's still feeling lost. She really feels yeah. like she has found her place in the echelon that is NYU. She, you know, she has her minions now, but that really hasn't, you know, given her the kind of power that she yeah. had when she was in high school. Is it just me or do her minions look like they're younger than her high school minions? They I feel like do. they look they're like super young. They're super baby faced, yeah. for sure. Also, uh, I think with the actresses who played the high schoolers were way older than oh, high school. Oh, for sure. Like, especially Penelope. Like, yeah. Girl was like in her mid 30s. Is, um, that, is that Amanda Sutton? Yes. Okay. She was definitely in her mid 30s. She was yeah. very old. Oh, she's only 31 right now. Okay. Yeah, so she's probably like, yeah, in her mid 20s. Yeah, but she was definitely like not 17. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No one in the show is 17 except for. Um, Jenny. Jenny. Yeah. But yeah, so she's really hasn't found her mark yet, but she feels like at least if she can own this, it seems like it is a position of some sort of power. Yeah. And so she she does not get the toast and we find out that the person that did get it is the is Eve, is yeah. Vanessa. Yeah. Um, she's well she is a contender yes for it it's down to two people and vanessa is one of the people that she is being in just for. a few short months freshman leader vanessa abrams has tackled numerous social and environmental issues what is that well, it's just a wildly flattering cover story on vanessa and nyu paper it doesn't mean anything except that she's a shoo-in to give the toast at the freshman dinner on parents weekend dan can i borrow your muscles is that true I, I got a message from Josh Ellis. Yeah, the other person is kind of elusive right now. We don't know who this dark horse is, but we're trying to figure out what's going to happen. Yeah, so it's not like Blair's not even in the running, but Blair's like, I should give this, but she's like not even being considered for nope. it. And so, oh, also, I wanted to uh, mention, I wrote my notes. Josh Ellis is a person. <laughs> uh, he is. Uh, I don't know what his job is, but he is his. He's the one who's picking who's giving. He's the an alumnus. The kind of, I feel like he's like some kind of like. Yeah, I, I feel like he must be some sort of like admission. Yeah, admissions person or like heads the um, the alumnus council or something. Yeah, or maybe there. like fundraising something. Sure, he's yeah. definitely part of the administration. Yeah, so. for sure. Or like adjacent to it. 
So, yeah. <laughs> he, he is a person. He's we a have person. to acknowledge he that he exists because he's sort of a pawn in this, this storyline. For sure. And while this is going on, Olivia, she is back from Japan. Yeah. Oh, my God. And she brought loads of gifts for everyone. She did, including a claw, a pink claw that she oh gave Vanessa. It's very cute. And she gives Dan a compliment watch. And I want a compliment watch so bad. So bad. I'm She's here like, for compliment watches. Yeah. It'll it'll say things like you'll, you'll look at it and it'll be like. In just a few short months, freshman leader Vanessa Abrams has tackled numerous social and environmental issues. What is that? Well, it's just a wildly flattering cover story on Vanessa and NYU paper. It doesn't mean anything. Except that she's a shoe in to give the toast at the freshman dinner on parents' weekend. Dan, can I borrow your muscles? Is that true? Great today. Your yeah. hair looks awesome. It's like, and, like, yes. The compliment watch, like, I don't know if they meant to do this, but it sounded like Hilary Duff's voice. It really did. <laughs> and I also, not, I would not be surprised if it was actually her voice recorded. Yeah, just, like, there. sounding a little bit different, like, Word. a little more robotic. She sounds mm-hmm. like... Like the fake girl robot voice that they have in TV shows. Aw. be funny. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So, cute. yeah, so she, um, so she's back from Japan and she wants to figure out why she hasn't met Dan's parents yet. Because it's been like a week. But they've been together a month now or they've been uh, uh, close to a month. They've been, you know, they've been dating a minute and yeah. she's in you know the 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 freshman dinner is happening and she's trying to figure out um if dan's going to attend and see if his parents are going to come and if they are maybe yeah you know she could potentially meet them so she's you know she's kind of like feeling it she's, she's kind of feeling out what's going on how, what his vibe is yeah and so dan dan tells her that he did invite his parents to the the freshman dinner and um olivia goes on to like her her famous person thing like all my ex-boyfriends had me meet their agents and their publicists no one's ever asked me to meet their parents i'd love to meet your parents and i like it's like it sounds so douchey but she says that she's like so earnest about being famous and she's excellent at like being so down to earth it is yeah because like i think if anybody else said that it was like (sighs) yeah like even if i said that and i'm not even famous (sighs) yeah okay who cares subie subie stop so yeah it's 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 charming on her for sure and she's excited to be able to meet her parents and so she makes a phone call yeah and we so so at this point um vanessa has been chosen yes to give the freshman toast yeah and she's excited about it and so vanessa's backstory like is that her parents don't approve of her going to nyu which they call an elite school like no one should have to pay for an education which you know they're right but also this is your daughter's like choice um, right yeah like education should like have a price tag on it which i totally believe yeah agree with. oh absolutely yeah. but like also don't shame your daughter yeah. into like so they're they're upset with vanessa for going to college basically because she's or at least a private university is it yeah and why oh, private university. okay yeah i guess that makes sense why would blair go there if it weren't private yeah um i thought it was public so that that no, makes way more sense no they uh yeah they have sunnies which is like the state university of new york uh-huh. and then they have coonies which are city university city universities yeah okay so um those are like the state schools in new york state but there's no there's like there's like brooklyn college and stuff like that but there's no like there's no university of illinois like or university of new york things in new york city like new york university is equivalent of like the university of chicago in chicago oh i see yeah they're private universities yeah Yeah. so yeah yeah that's why nyu was shit ton expensive for me fortunately my program was funded and i didn't have to pay a dime but 
rolling in it. Yeah, but it was a very expensive school for me to go to um, for grad school. Anyway. Why does my microphone smell? It smells like... Fine, I'm not going to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely keeping that in. Uh- <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, so... so yeah. yeah, so Vanessa invites her parents, and um, she's like... She's excited because she's she's thinking they're like okay so I'm giving the freshman toast my parents are finally gonna be proud of me even though I'm doing this thing that they don't agree with right. and so she's like excited about giving the toast but then Olivia ends up calling the dean and is like hey I'm actually going to the freshman dinner so now I can give the toast or freshman yeah. luncheon or whatever it's called yeah and Josh I was like excellent let yeah me, let me let let me break it to the other you know speaker who's going to talk I uh, even Essa oh my god this I, like this yeah. is just a very weird a weird storyline that puts Vanessa in a position that I don't like. Yeah. And I think like <sighs> Vanessa, she has told the line of, you know, manipulation. Yeah. With a lot of stuff with like Nate. Not even so much Nate, but like with Chuck last season. Yeah. Too. And they were like trying to manipulate Nate and Blair to make right. them breaking up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so like there, she's told one a few times before and, you know, also with like, her and Jenny when they were trying to get with Nate like she's you know manipulated a bit here and there yeah but for the most part Vanessa has always tried to be you know on the side of good yeah and like I think she has been like a in the past she's been like our moral compass like type of for sure she definitely is a moral compass and that could come off as being self-righteous to a point and annoying yeah because like I actually so shout to one of my best friends she just watched the entire series within like two weeks oh no and she loves it she loved it um and who is this uh, one, of, uh, one of my best friends, Brandy. She's out in Kansas City. Hi, Brandy. I love you. Hello. Uh, she's wonderful, wonderful human. Anyway, she's like been like I she so it all got started because someone at the airport because she travels a lot for work. Mm-hmm. They had um, compared her to Blair Waldorf. Like you're totally Blair Waldorf. She's like I don't know what that means. And so she like texted me that, and I was like, <gasps> Oh and, my god! And I was like, You totally are Blair Waldorf. You're obsessed with Audrey Hepburn. You're super awesome. You're funny, and you're also like you know can be very mean at times, and it's great. I I totally co-sign this comparison. I can't believe I never can made the connection before uh-huh. and so she's like mm, interesting like you should watch the show it's on netflix and so she watched the first episode and liked it and this is somebody who like has tried and failed watching so many shows because uh-huh. she kind of hates most tv because most tv sucks exactly but then she like there's something about gossip girl she just like liked oh, so perfect and she just and she watched it like she watched it at work just in the background like she watched basically the entire series in two weeks i'm so proud of her oh and, my god um so anyway um she hates the character of Vanessa in a way that makes me sad. What? She's like, she's like, she thinks of, she's like, she's annoying. And I get that Vanessa can be very annoying in the, in the certain line of day. But I think her annoyance is mostly because she's usually right about this yeah. type of shit that these people don't do. She's only annoying in like a plot way because where is if there was more people in Vanessa, most of the shit wouldn't happen on the show because yeah. I feel like so many of these characters are super manipulative and she makes it not fun when it's manipulative. It's like actually you're doing something that's very terrible and wrong. Yeah. And basically that's that's very true. Like yeah, she, Vanessa's the only person like the the norm on the show is to be a bad person yeah. because Vanessa is like slightly less bad person, just like, you know, pointing out all the bad things people are doing that she's kind of seen as bad. Right. Even though 
she's normal. Yeah. And everything that these people are doing are exceptional and bad. Exactly. She's a person who kind of like reminds them, no, actually, this is a really shitty thing to do. You should not be doing this. And like you said, the moral compass of the show. Yeah. So um, she has told a line of manipulation. I think this is the episode where kind of she fully goes onto the dark side. Yeah. So Vanessa... In the past, I think, like, she hasn't really become that manipulative because, like, the things have been... I mean, the the whole situation with Chuck and Nate, she became really manipulative and, yeah. like, tried to use people. But um, this in this case, her, her motivation is that she wants her parents to see her give a speech at the freshman dinner. And so she really wants to give the toast. Yeah, and I think this is the most, like... I think with this, this is the most personal and most, like self-centered yeah. manipulation because i feel like with even with um chuck and the nate situation she wanted them to break up even then i feel like it wasn't so heartily for her game yeah where this is like definitely a game for vanessa yeah and only vanessa not anybody else yeah and like in, in this case i don't know i feel like it you also get to glimpse kind of how how vanessa has become who she is totally and um that's that's something that like that's something why this manipulations like it, it seems more um validatable yeah and also more desperate yeah than anything else i feel like she's way more hungry to get this position than i think anything else yeah that we've seen her we haven't really seen her i won't say try but i think you never really saw her kind of fight for anything before yeah like you know in her like you know with She's her documentarian sorted. stuff you've seen her work yeah, because with her documentarian her... thing, she's never... So being a documentary person is like you... Documentarian. Documentarian. Um, you, you're you kind of on the outskirts and just observing. And like that has been her character for a lot of the show, which sure. is like she's never done anything. She kind of just hovers. Yeah. And so like that's that's kind of how her character has been like with the self-righteousness thing is that she's never actually been directly involved in any of the situations. Right. She has, she has opinions for things that she doesn't necessarily have any stake in. Or yeah. Of. And now this is something that she truly has something to lose, something to, to um, that she has a risk of losing and she's holding on to it and seeing how that plays out is really interesting for her character, I think, and her character development. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, so Vanessa gets the, the speech and then it's taken swiftly away from her because Olivia agreed to do it. And now it's kind of like, uh... Now you don't get to do a speech? It's fight or flight. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like, okay, I got to figure out what to do because I don't want to not have the speech. Yeah, because when my parents are coming and I need to, like, prove to them right. something. Yeah. And it's it's like, it's still not clear to me what she wants to prove to her mom because, like... Her mom, I feel like her mom wouldn't be supportive of this. Yeah, but I think she's, I think with her wanting to support, or wanting her mother to support her, I feel like she wants her to see, like, I made a good decision here. Mm -hmm. And, like, they, yeah. they, they value me and they value my opinion. I'm not just another pawn in the grand scheme of things. And I'm not just another, you know. Rich person. Another, another yeah. coin, another person throwing more coins into this big honeypot that is the university because, you know, it is a capitalist society we live in, blah, blah, blah. And they, like, are very much like we barter, we, like, grow our plants, we live off the land. They're very much like we do, we, li we're gonna, we live in a food co-op kind of, like, vibe going on. They're very much, like, communal as mm -hmm. opposed to a uh, public and public, sorry, not public, a private university, how it 
um, operates. And so she wants her mother to see her like, look, you know, like, but you value me here. I'm part of this community. I want you to see, I want you to, sh- I want you to, and, yeah. and I'm a, and I'm not just part of the, the student body, but I'm a important part of the student body. Yeah. And so I don't so. think we talked about this. Um, the reason that she is in the contend, she's a contender for the freshman dinner toast giver is that she, has made a bunch of documentaries that everyone's like documentaries that everyone's liked. Yeah. And like also just being really involved in the community and the college. She, you know, was in the, she was on the front page of the school newspaper. Yeah. So she's, she's definitely making a name for herself at school in a way that threatens Blair's existence. Yeah. Which Cause is Blair why has not done any of that. Cause Blair is, doesn't do anything. She's very self-centered and she's also just like, she, Blair wants to, do the work to be a queen bee but not in the way that she not in the way that it needs to happen in college yeah she's, she's still like she's still acting very high school she's very high school and like very in her insular very you know siloed existence yeah. within her interests not the school's interests oh for sure so like it's it's weird seeing uh the different the different the spectrum of like how they're both kind of making a name for themselves in their school, whereas mm, very very different way, very different way. Like Blair, I feel like is making a, giving a reputation as far as like no one wants to be a friend because she's a weird <laughs> person, and it's like no one cares about you know your rich Upper East Side shit down here. We no. don't care, you know. Whereas Vanessa is like being you know you know regaled. She's actually and- like make she's actually doing things while um, Blair acts like she's doing things yeah exactly she's taking credit for things that are not yeah given to her so it's interesting seeing that kind of dynamic between the two of them and is going to a head when you know now they're both vying for this position for this you know yeah elusive but really it's yeah. only vanessa that's vying for it like blair's not even in the running right but no but then but blair is definitely trying to get yeah. her in there no no now it's now it's coming ahead where now blair and vanessa are like we got to get, I, I have to, you know, either one of them wants to get the speech. Yeah. And so, um, and also I think also Vanessa wants to get it because she already invited her mother and she mm-hmm. wants to not embarrass herself. It's like, oh uh, yes, yeah, so I did get it after all. Yeah. So um, B- Vanessa is, let's talk about her manipulation and what she does. Yeah. Vanessa is out here. Yeah. She, so she, uh, she knows that Dan is dating Olivia. And so Olivia has what she wants. And Olivia is only going to the freshman dinner because she knows Dan's parents will be there who she wants to meet. So she does the classic switcheroo on them and tells them that they both independently talk to her. And she tells Olivia that Dan doesn't actually want her to meet his parents because uh, they hate famous people, I guess. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you know, they think that the Hollywood elite are really obnoxious and terrible yeah. people and not really into that scene. So they'd rather not meet you. Yeah. And so then she tells Dan that Olivia's nervous about meeting the parents. And that one is, that makes a little more sense sure. than like two weeks. But like, For sure. And it's a very risky move. On yeah. Because like it's they a bold move. could talk to each other. Yeah, exactly. It's a bold, risky yeah. move. But, you know, Vanessa's she a risky, really bold girl. So it. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, she really wants it. And she's like, fuck it. It's fine. We'll figure it out. You know, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. Yeah. <laughs> as far as like them talking because their boyfriend and girlfriend will, of course, speak to one another at some point at this evening. And, you know, it's it's already happening because Vanessa already invited her mother. And she's like, you know, feeling the pressure on that. She's got to she's want to come to her mother saying that she didn't get 
to and do I think this. that's like kind of a pride thing too to a certain extent yeah you know? absolutely and it kind of taps into her self-righteousness because it like it, ta- it took so long and so much effort to get her mom to come yeah yeah and so we um we end up uh meeting vanessa's mom and she is more self-righteous than vanessa herself. oh my god she is like loved off the land yeah she like she um, you you see her at the Humphrey slash um, Vander Woodson's residence. Oh my god, she's so obnoxious. She's like, "Hey, you made it, <laughs> Rufus! <laughs> oh, come here. Would you let me look at you? Lay off the caffeine, huh? It's giving you wrinkles. Yeah. I'm sorry, Arlo couldn't make it. He says hello. He had to finish installing the solar panels on the chicken coop at the co-op." <laughs> We have been so busy organizing Local 72, the uh, the union for the Burlington Cheesemakers. Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Mom, this is Lily. Oh, it is such a pleasure to finally meet Vanessa's mother. Gabriella. <laughs> oh, Rufus. <laughs> We're not in Brooklyn anymore. Uh, I'm still moving in. It's Lily's place. Oh, it is both of our place. Uh, Mom, didn't you bring that for Lily? Oh, yes. <laughs> I did. Oh. Homemade strawberry rhubarb. Thank oh. you. Mm. Wow. Well, you and your husband must be so proud of Vanessa. Oh, yes. Vanessa has always been a very thoughtful and driven young woman. This school is the perfect fit for her. Well, here we go. (laughs) To be completely honest, my husband and I don't believe in private universities. Knowledge should not be for sale. Well, I brought you guys some strawberry rhubarb from my, you know, from my... I grew it myself. Yeah, like the strawberry rhubarb jam that she yeah. like, that she like you know um, preserved herself. She doesn't add sugar. She only uses agave nectar because the thought of using refined sugar is just disgusting. And I'm like, that is that is an extremely elitist thing to say because that shit is For expensive. Sure. And it's like there's a disconnect of like what spectrum of hippie that she's on. Totally, yeah, and like. You know, they live in some, you know, they live in Vermont, probably on some like commune kind of like space yeah. for like co-op where they, you know, grow their own produce and like grow their own food and live off the land and like basically kind of like off the grid in a way that like is, you know, not available to most people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's not urban farming. It's like legit farming. Yeah. It's it's a very, um, her, her life is very elitist though. Her stances on things are less so yeah it's like it's progressive yeah it's it's, it's elitist progressiveness but like in an obnoxious way that like makes me kind of like question it it's like but how progressive are you so i only use agave nectar i can't anyways her mom is played by gina torres who is uh, the god yeah i love her the goddess i.e from firefly alias alias she was anna espinosa she and she's on suits now and she's gonna have a spin um she's gonna have a spinoff soon oh nice yeah suits is a law firm drama that's on usa that's been on forever but she's on suits and i think next season she's gonna have her own show about her own law firm in also in new york but she's gonna be the star of it and i'm very excited about it oh that's awesome yeah suits is mostly known for now because um what's her name um Martha something or other she's um she's like dating and Prince Harry oh yeah I she's, saw I heard about Meghan Markle yeah that's the one yeah she's um the star of that show that's good well, she so. should she should marry him she shouldn't become like you know a black American queen and we can finally yeah. get into the monarchy because of <gasps> she's, course she's American yeah whoa she's from LA that's Where wild she's gorgeous imagine yeah you know get get some uh, get a beautiful beautiful um 
biracial chick in the office. I don't know. I if she's Prince. Prince Harry looks weird. Um, <laughs> he looks better than her. His older brother. True. So, because um, Prince William's time has come and passed. He <laughs> looks so. Old. He's always looked old though. Um, not really. When he was young, like, he was like younger. younger. Like in his like his when he was like in his early twenties, he was pretty much a babe. And then he lost his hair, and then something happened. I don't know. His face just looks like. They're both British. They're his both British. teeth are always showing when he's all of his teeth are. You can see all of his teeth when he smiles. Uh, that's the British way, though, right? The British way. <laughs> Show all your teeth. Show all your teeth. Uh, I feel like. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's see it. What does Prince Harry look like now? This is this is a very boring thing. Sorry, I'm just googling. I wonder, is is Meghan Markle like half white? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think her mother's white and her dad's black, or maybe the other way around, but she's definitely um, biracial like me. Mm. Oh my God, a princess just like you. Dude, I feel so sane. I feel so sane. I feel so sane. I mean, granted, we look nothing alike, but I feel so sane. Oh my God, that's so funny. Meghan Markle. She's gorgeous. I'm I'm just reading articles. This is she did a really great expose um in Vanity Fair this week of the tape and the taping. Um, she put uh, it was a really good um expose on her. Oh my God. I don't know. I don't know who Mr. Hastings is. Mr. Hastings seemed to suggest that the 36 year old is more than nothing more than an attention seeking hussy. Oh, yeah. Using the prince to boost her own profile. He went on to suggest that she and Prince Harry are are representative of a narcissistic generation that could actually bring down the house of Windsor. They are fucking royalty. What? I know. (laughs) I know. The son, like, hates them. They were, like, throwing some racist ass shit, too, like, being, like, fucking rude. Well, the son sucks. Yeah, the son is the worst. Uh, wanna get back to Gossip Girl? Yeah, no, I wanna just discuss Meghan Markle forever. I mean, but also, oh my god, she can infiltrate. Absolutely, she's so good. Okay. (laughs) So, on that note, you know, you have Vanessa's mother, who is progressive but elitist in her own way. That is definitely a juxtaposition between, you know, oh my god, she's Lillian Rufus. She's the uh, she's the liberal elite that the GOP warned us about. That is the person. She, she is that caricature. Damn. That's literally it. Fuck. She kind of oh, is. Oh my god. She kind of is with her with her avocado toast. Yeah. Mm. She probably eats that for breakfast and dinner. Oh my god. I also love avocado toast. Oh my toast. god. It's so good. And delicious. <laughs> I know. I want some right now. <laughs> Sorry, I mentioned it. It's okay. Um. But yeah. So it's it's upsetting to see because we know how much Vanessa, if anything, she tries so hard and she's very earnest and you kind of see where Vanessa gets her you know holier than now kind yeah, of like from attitude from her mother and you know like mother like daughter it's it's right there and the juxtaposition between her relationship um with her mother versus her relationship with Lily and Rufus where oh my you kind God. Of, like you see her kind of like moony eyed about them and kind of idealizes them too as yeah being because very, they accept her yeah no matter and are what proud of her and you know, you see Vanessa's mother being very judgmental in a way that doesn't really um, equate to where her 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 background is. Because, like, you think being very progressive, being very liberal, very, you know, understanding, you think that she would be very welcoming to her, her daughter, you know, yeah. actually seeking education. And on the flip of it, she's not. And it's kind of just like, what it do you want from me? It really makes sense. 
but yeah. also it does. But anyway, so yeah, so Vanessa's mother, she's progressive and liberal, but also very judgmental. And it's hard to watch Vanessa kind of squirm a bit and feel like almost embarrassed by her mother's. Yeah, and she's points. she's kind of just like what do you want from me? Yeah. Like, I can't, like, what do they want? Like, I don't even know. What does she want from Vanessa? What did she want her to do after? I think she wanted her to, like, not do that and just, like, you know, or go to a public university or, you know, just, you know, go to the school of life mm-hmm. and kind of, like, read her way through, her way through way from life and kind of, like, be like a dialect, uh, uh, dialect where you uh-huh. just read all the time and not necessarily have a formal education. Yeah. And because you that's know, true. Because you know, education shouldn't have a price mark on it. Yeah. And that's how how she feels, but that's not the way the world works. And for her to be so close minded as well, like to be so well informed and being so progressive, being so close minded is what is happening with Vanessa and her mom. It's just this kind of um tension it's, yeah. that's happening. So it's hard to watch. I felt really bad for Vanessa. In this I moment. know. And it's just like, it's so sad because like as much as Rufus sucks, like it sucks that Dan gets to have this awesome relationship with him and yeah. like Lily that she doesn't have that with her mom, Yeah, but she so desperately wants it. She definitely wants it. She just wants her mom to be proud of her. Yes. That's all she wants. Mm. And who knows, who knows what her mom wants. <laughs> yeah. So on the flip of this, you have Blair who's trying to manipulate her way into getting onto this this list or at least being a contender yeah. for the speech. And so she is trying to figure out ways to do that. And so her first mark is Joss Ellis. Yeah. So what she says to Chuck is that she wants him. So in the past few episodes, we've watched them play their weird game where Chuck almost kisses another girl. And uh, she like you know storms in and is all huffy and then like they go kiss somewhere and so she's she decides to like bring that story line because they haven't they haven't kissed since the summer they yeah haven't, they, they haven't, haven't done well, this they haven't, haven't done this game. game since the summertime and also like in the past few episodes you've seen blair and chuck they've been in a kind of a good place but you know it's more of a comfortable place than anything for sure and also i think they're you know Blair has been testing Chuck in ways that he's not really comfortable with, with like, you know, the whole episode where the, with um, Blair reverting back to her, her high school days. And like Chuck is saying like, you know, I love you. That should be enough. You should, you know, not lose confidence in yourself. And then, you know, following that with the wedding and all that, their relationship and thinking about, you know, how um, Blair was on, uh, Serena signed up with Carter, and how like, that 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 juxtaposed that um, that was tension yeah, with, with his her. relationship with Carter's relationship with Chuck. So like they've been not quite seen eye to eye, and I think this is kind of where it takes a head, where Blair puts Chuck in a position to like you know potentially help her in her scheme. Yeah, but not act- actively telling him what's going on. So and so, she, so yeah. what she tells Chuck is that she wants him to. Um, kiss Josh Ellis. I've missed our little game. Though it appears your lady is late. Actually, there she is now. She's a guy. Who took my speech at the freshman dinner and gave it to Vanessa Abrams. He double-crossed me and I... Demand satisfaction. You still up for it? Mm, My wonderful man. I'll just go powder my nose for 10 minutes. I only need five. 
Yeah, so where do you get your haircut? Oh, nah, Trumpers. Off Piccadilly. I'm not that kind of girl. <laughs> Do you have a boyfriend? Not exactly. Wait. What for? <sighs> what the? Mr. Ellis. Blair Waldorf. Oh, Lord. I, I have to go. Don't you run away from me. <laughs> I should call Vanessa. Break the bad news. Allow me. We're rivals, but friends at heart. Till tonight. Out, you cable net queen! And then we're she'll, late. like, storm in, being all huffy. And this, she says this to Chuck as a way of... She wants to do this as a way to get back at Josh Ellis um, for not giving her the, the student the student speaker part right. um, at the, the dinner. So she, she does this, and... Like they're they're at some like bar or something, and then right, Chuck- and like Chuck is like like you like you don't think I ever kissed a man before, and blah blah blah. It's kind of cute, <laughs> and also yeah. Um, so they're at the bar, and Chuck is like, wait, not yet, not yet. And so then, um, yeah. So so he's like he fake hits on Josh, and then Blair's like waiting and watching in and, the wings, yeah, yeah, for for them to kiss, and then. They end like in the past. He's never kissed any of the girls, but mm-hmm. he ends up kissing Josh Ellis. And it's hot. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> it was like I ship this. Oh my god, I ship this so you much. You can't ship everything, Cher. You ship yes, literally I- <laughs> everything. You're like, oh, those people were in the same room together. I ship them. That's kind of how I roll. Honestly, it's like, ooh, they look cute together. I just want everybody like pair them off, like in um, like in uh, Noah's Ark's pair everybody off. <laughs> <laughs> you go together, and you go together, and you go together. <laughs> Josh and Chuck go together. Yes, I'm you here for to- it. That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I should be more than Chuck and Blair. Um, so <laughs> wait, hang on, hang on. Uh, chush. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> jock 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 oh uh, that's yuck. oh these uh, are terrible these are terrible yeah let's let's not do that <laughs> so jock uh chush <laughs> chush chush <laughs> chush oh, Josh? i don't know <laughs> let's stop this alas <laughs> <coughs> i'm trying to come by their last names now it's fine <laughs> Josh Ellis, Chuck Bass. <laughs> Josh Bass. Josh. <laughs> so Josh Bass. Josh Bass. Uh, <laughs> Are you okay, Cher? Okay. So so they kiss and then we see um Blair. Blair Blair goes and talks to Josh. She's like, How dare you? Like yelling at him in this restaurant and like then, he did something you know, wrong. Right. And and then he runs away, and Chuck is like, "She's like, how could you?" Uh, um, she to Josh, like, yeah. Well, she goes. Oh. Um, Blair goes like, "How could you?" Like, you know, like, you were supposed to kiss him. She's like, "You never thought I kissed a man before." <laughs> it's so funny. And she's like, "I love you." She's like, "I love you too." Like, she's like, "But like, okay, I love you. <laughs> you love you like you love me, right?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm curious about this. I've never kissed a man before thing because like in no, he's like, I, you, you you think I never kissed a man before? Yeah, because like in the books, he's bisexual. Yeah, exactly. I think it was like kind of like a wink to that yeah. material for sure because like in the book series he definitely was bisexual like he was he's also like a very very fringe character but like for sure but I love this because like you know as a book reader I was very excited to see uh, Chuck you know kind of play t- play Kate to his um, his sexuality yeah. spectrum because he's definitely 
definitely think I've never a, kissed a guy before. Yeah, he's definitely on the Kenzie scale. He's definitely like a solid two, maybe even a three. Like he's you know definitely. I don't know what that means. Okay, that's fair. Um, Can you uh, explain it to me? Um, the Kenzie scale is like the Kenzie scale of sexuality, and like a two is kind of like by curious or like have mm-hmm. attraction towards men, but could you know potentially. Oh, I I'm googling it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely a solid two. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, we go to the foyer of the restaurant, and then Blair meets up with Josh Ellis, and <gasps> it, it turns planned. out it was planned. It turns out a Chuck Vasquez is on the Tribeca scavenger hunt. I want this full scavenger <laughs> I hunt. I do a scavenger hunt so bad. Have you ever done one before? Not here. Okay, that's fair. in Chicago. Yeah, I um I last one I last time I did a scavenger hunt was years ago. It was a scavenger hunt based on the show Lost. Oh my god. So that I'm definitely dating myself yeah. a lot. It was for the season finale and the series finale and um University of Chicago did one. It was super fun. I want to do one. It was super fun. Sounds fun. Um, I almost won. I'm like, I'm very curious about the scavenger hunt. Like a Chuck Bass kiss is on it, but like who participates in it? Chuck Bass is like 18 years old. For sure. But and also like, he's I mean, he's of age. Someone. Yeah, he's of age, but he's so. also like so young, you know, like I feel like that's such a weird thing to put on a scavenger hunt. For sure. But he's like, you know, his reputation precedes him. Yeah. So yeah, he's definitely a man about town. Yeah. So then Josh Ellis uh, tells Blair that she has the toast you like you like you you, you, you got it and the bargain like it's yours you know we'll figure it out because at this point oh yeah because olivia has canceled has canceled yeah there's there's a lot of things like olivia was canceled because she was manipulated by vanessa into canceling which means vanessa got it but then blair manipulated chuck into kissing josh and so she got it and so now yeah that's what's happening yeah so now Did blair it. Officially, at this point of the episode, has the right to do the speech. Yes. Vanessa does not know that Blair has it, and Olivia doesn't know that Vanessa was up for it. Yeah. So, want to talk about the freshman dinner? Yeah, so we're at the freshman dinner. Okay. So, we're at the freshman dinner, and, oh, um, should we talk about Dan and Olivia before that? Yeah, it's about Dan and Olivia okay. before that. Um, so, instead of going to the freshman dinner... Um, Dan and Olivia. Dan's like, I'm gonna make you chicken because Vanessa tells him to make her chicken, and <laughs> this is like my favorite Moroccan chicken. Or yeah, some yeah. And so uh, she, Olivia goes, Oh, you know, he's gonna make me Indian chicken, and Vanessa goes Moroccan chicken, and I'm like, <laughs> What? <laughs> like, okay. Um, so they're at they're at the loft at the Humphrey Ranch, and they're they're making dinner and. Uh, Olivia is like still kind of concerned that Dan canceled on her so abruptly for meeting the parents and it, it's like both of them are feeling kind of like confused by the others um, reasoning yeah and so like I don't I don't think that she she believes that Dan is like just didn't want to go I think she feels like he's hiding the fact like what Vanessa told her that they just don't want to meet her because she's famous and uppity right and so they're at the loft, and uh, they, she calls Vanessa like to talk about this, and um, she's just like kind of working through her anxieties. And in the background, 
while they're talking, like just nonchalantly talking, Dan is like running through a smoky kitchen frantically oh, trying gosh. to save this chicken. It's like, I didn't even realize what was going on because I think I was like half watching at this it is point. Like, it's just a great visual gag. For so sure. She's just like, you know, nonchalantly talking on the phone with her back turned away to the kitchen and Dan's like running around in such a smoky kitchen. It's so funny. <laughs> I love the new visual gags. They don't do them often. I enough. know. And it's like. This this show is sometimes funny, but like this is just so funny for sure. It's like the it's a classic, you know, the guy trying to make dinner and like failing. Yeah, that's hilarious. So he burns the chicken, and Olivia's like, "Oh my god, we're gonna go meet your parents at this thing. Let's just go." Right. So they go. They go, and Olivia puts on her Hollywood vapid attitude. This Persona. is like so embarrassing to watch. It's so embarrassing because she like is like extra stuff like, yeah, we're gonna hang out at the boo. That's Malibu. Yeah. And like doing like all these very like, you know, yeah, me and you know, me and blah blah blah, just name dropping constantly. Yeah. And, and Lily and Rufus really... are just like not amused mm. or impressed. Yeah, but they're also kind of just like, I don't know how to react. Yeah. Because like, you know, Dan has talked up Olivia over the past couple of weeks, how like she's really sweet and really, you know, genuine and good natured and down to earth. And then they meet this person. And like she's like the most, she's like the stereotypical vapid Hollywood starlet. Absolutely. And they don't know how to react. And so, like, uh, well, Dan likes her a lot. So, you know, maybe she's having a bad night or something. Yeah. And they're trying to give her the benefit of the doubt, but it's just weird. And so at this point, you find out that um, Vanessa is still trying to get her way into getting the speech and she wants to expose Blair for her true, you know, motives. So she, she does this thing where she uh, grabs a microphone and Blair is some, in some back area. She's in like the green room. Yeah, I guess. And so like, I don't know. I think everyone at this point still believes that they're going to be getting this speech. Right, exactly. Except for Olivia, because Olivia turned it down. Yeah. But like Blair and Vanessa definitely believe they're contenders. At this point, Blair is giving the speech. Yeah. And so she's like rehearsing with her, her minions and Vanessa decides to like get her to like basically confess everything she did. And so she, she gives this speech um, that we can a monologue, yeah. She yeah. monologues to Vanessa. The lips, the teeth, the tip of the tongue. The lips, the teeth, the tip of the tongue. Please tell me you're not coming here to grovel. You really think you're that much better than me? Oh, I think we both know the answer to that. <laughs> Blair, I have to talk to you. Not now. Yes, listen, quiet. I've had just about enough of you. Sophie, you're minion number one. Amalia, you're number two. So tell me, once and for all, what makes you better than me? Do you really want to know? Yeah. Everything. Generations of breeding and wealth had to come together to produce me. I have more in common with Marie Antoinette than with you. Granted, you may be popular at some step Ivy safety school, but the fact is the rabblers still rabble and they need a queen. You stole the toast. I was willing to do what was necessary, including lying to Chuck, the one person who trusts me more than anyone. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to give my toast. Actually, Blair? Congratulations, you just did. And it's all, you know, everybody hears it, and it's very embarrassing. And my favorite reaction is Rufus. He's like, oh, Blair should have gotten that checked over or something <laughs> like that, something like that, because that was terrible. 
Because he's so oblivious to everything. I fucking love Rufus sometimes. Yeah. He's, he's like the worst, but also he's the best. He's so stupid. He's so stupid. Like, wow, that was a terrible speech, Blair. Like, yeah. He probably got that checked or something. Oh, my God. But, and so, like, it's just a really, really rude speech, and everyone hears it. Yeah. And, like, Chuck hears it. Yeah. Which is real, real, real shitty for her. Yeah, but then also Vanessa's mother finds out that um Vanessa's, Vanessa's behind yeah. all this and like she's like yeah the school has changed you yeah and so like she's she's kind of seeing her her worldview um being validated she's like oh you know you shouldn't have gone to this u- liberal um elite university yeah. because it's making you into this terrible person like this manipulative person who's playing with other people's lives yeah. to get what she wants and yeah. and Vanessa's like Oh shit! Yeah, like what have I done? What I, what I've become? And so while all of this is still going on, Blair obviously is not giving the speech anymore. No, or at least the speech that she wanted to give because she already gave one. Vanessa, you know, doesn't want the speech anymore just because like she she feels really guilty. She feels really guilty, and so in comes Olivia, who realizes save the day. Who saves the day, and it's like I'll give the speech. Well, like essentially, it was well, her Josh Ellis she sees like, her. Oh, you're here. Can you give the speech? She's like, uh, sure. And like at this point, she has kind of gotten the idea that Vanessa had wanted to get the speech and why she manipulated Olivia into like not getting to go to the the fam- the freshman dinner yeah. with Dan. And so she's trying to make amends with Lillian Rufus. And at this point, she is pulled away to give a speech and that even makes her even more kind of like a asshole bit, yeah yeah because like oh just because she's a famous actress she's obviously gonna be giving the speech so it's a lot going on it's very convoluted it's very a very very yeah i think the storyline was done well but it's like really really convoluted and really hard to like you know yeah. pull apart it's but, hard to know who's giving the speech at what time who believes what at what time because like yeah. there's just so many intricacies with this manipulative plan yes and of course secret plan and of course you know like at the end of the day you know no matter how much scheming blair will do no matter how much scheming Vanessa will do you cannot um you cannot put yourself up up you know uh, as um the Christian Bell's, you know, narrations at a Hollywood heavyweight. Like, you're you're not famous. Yeah, famous people always supersede anything that you're gonna do. <laughs> like, it's just kind of what. No it matter is. how rich you are, no matter how talented you are. Yeah, like if you're rich, person, you oh, you're not fame. You can't compete with fame. So um, it's a bummer. But at the end of the episode, Vanessa did get to stand up to her mother and say, like, you know, I, I'm proud of who I am. I'm proud of who I am, and this is what I want to do. And you know. And so, like, at the end of the episode, Vanessa tries to, like, make amends. She, like, calls her mom, like, give me at the coffee shop before you leave. And Vanessa's mom has already left New York City. And so that's, I don't know, that's also really hard to watch. She's, like, sitting by herself but the croissant. And her mom, like, never actually told her she wasn't going to meet her. Yeah, and she's like, oh, you know how your father is, honey. Like, he can't be alone. And so she's, like, sitting there by herself with these two croissants. And I don't know. I, I kind of feel like her mom doesn't really care about her. In she, like the way that she wants her to, yeah, or like I mean, I'm sure she cares about her, but I feel like she—it's in a in a different way. It's in a way that like it's not what Vanessa needs. Yeah, it's like you know, Vanessa's mother obviously wants her to emulate her, and Vanessa wants to grow own path. It's not, and their paths are just not you know aligning right now, and yeah. it's a bummer because you want you know you want your parents to support you no matter what you want to you want them to be there for you and sometimes you just aren't so it's hard to see but you know that's her it's called growing pains and you kind of get over it and she's learning now so she's young she'll be fine but 
it's a bummer to watch because you see how hurt Vanessa is mm-hmm. seeing like her her mother not being supportive. It's sad. She like cries. Yeah, it's really sweet. It's like it's. it's I think it's the 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 saddest or like most hurt that you've seen Vanessa because yeah. it's like she's basically being hurt by someone she loves a lot for sure and, and she's super vulnerable at this point yeah. like the only time she's ever been this hurt i think is when she gave up nate for jenny she she like she's like you know what you can be with jenny yeah nate, and i and saw her be very vulnerable but you never really get to see vanessa vulnerable because she's always like you know got her fight face on yeah and she's always sure. trying to like you know feel like she is above all the bullshit uh-huh so i feel like this yeah. is a vulnerability that's like gone it's like so old since it's like her mom oh for sure it's like her yeah it's her, it's her mother yeah. so like yeah. it's her it's probably her oldest vulnerability it's like that's her that's her thing her achilles heel and then um olivia gets to make amends with lily and rufus they have breakfast <laughs> together she so dan explained everything about how she was just faking being vapid because uh vanessa manipulated them and they're like oh it's fine sweetie here have a welcome back cotter mug <laughs> those welcome back cotter mugs and we just like can't get rid of them can't get rid of them but and also, so, I love Welcome Back, Carter, and I, I'm gonna support it. Okay, uh, <laughs> so she, um, she's like, oh yeah, you know, I broke one of John Travolta's Welcome Back, Cotter mugs, mugs, and he was really sad ab- about it. And, and everybody starts laughing, like, ha, 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 ha. and then you know, Olivia like laughs too, like, yeah, it was totally a joke, totally a joke. And then Dan's like, was that a joke? She's like, no, that was totally real. <laughs> she was, was trying to tell a real story and yeah. relate in this totally unrelatable way. Yeah, she's like, tell, it's like, a, like a, it's an anecdote that no one can relate to. Yeah, even even no matter how rich Lily is, she can't relate to like Hollywood. No. Shit. She's a New York elite. That's different. It's, it's it's definitely like a much different silo of elite. For sure. So and with um, Blair and Vanessa end up um, actually eating the croissants together, together. and they, they kind of do some self-reflection on like how did we manipulate these people that we love like Blair manipulated Chuck like the person that trusts her over anything and he was very upset about he that. was so mad and hurt by it because like you know you play everybody else but you don't play me like, yeah I'm me and like Lily Lily said something to Blair she's like if you had just told him what you wanted to do he would definitely have gone along with it right. and like it's not clear why she just didn't like why they why she and Vanessa both chose the like path of manipulation. And it's kind of revealed at the end that if they had just asked for it, like they would have gotten what they wanted from who they were trying to manipulate. Yeah. You shall ask and you shall receive. Just ask, just, you know, not be so weird and secrecy. Yeah. So be great. Don't manipulate. <laughs> great. Sorry. <laughs> it's not as perfect. <laughs> uh, you want to get to this other plot point it's kind of small it's yeah it's only the b plot in the episode it's but not my favorite thing but yeah we should probably talk about it word so we so, can like so <sighs> carter has been taken by the buckley's hot carter basin carter bets on i stand sebastian stan share made that up i sebastian I stan him <laughs> i <laughs> ship me and him <laughs> i ship yes exactly. carter basin okay how many times can i, I ship I, I just ship stan i just ship him like, oh my god he's he, so by so himself cute. he is perfect Ugh, he's fine love him ah so beautiful. <sighs> Oof, oh, hot Is it warm in here? It's, 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 it's a normal temperature. <laughs> this is fine. It's, it's very hot. It's, we're fine. <laughs> Anyways, Carter Bazin has been kidnapped by the Buckleys yeah, in the last episode. Yeah. He got taken just like the daughter in that movie Taken. With Liam Neeson? Yeah. They took that it, one. They took her away. They took it there. <laughs> They've they, they taken her. Oh, my God. I can't believe they made so many Taken movies. Anyways, Three. he's not 
He's not. And really it's gonna be coming. It's gonna be a TV show. This Why? What is on, the, What is that? On CBS. Who would possibly watch? Oh, sure, you're gonna watch it, aren't you? No, but it's on CBS. So a lot of people are gonna watch that show. Moms are gonna watch it. Yep, and it's gonna be on for eight seasons. Fuck that. So, uh, you yeah, taking Carter... my baby? What? I don't know. Sorry, you taken my land. You taken my baby. Um, so Carter is taken by the Buckley's aunts to work off the debt that he incurred by leaving that girl at the altar. Yeah. And Serena's like, I don't want him to be kidnapped forever. I'm gonna get him back. And Nate's like, I have a plan. Yeah. It's like it's very strange. So Nate's been working for uh, his cousin Trip, his his campaign for senator or something. Well, thank you, Councilman. I know my cousin appreciates your support. Yes, I'll be sure and tell him. Thanks. When did Trip decide to run for Congress? And should somebody tell him the election is not until next year? Well, after Congressman Kruger died, a house seat opened up in Manhattan. You know, grandfather, he figured, why wait? Well, it's nice of you to help. Hmm. Well, Tripp's a good guy. And with the Buckleys buying up all these attack ads against his campaign, I'm taking it kind of personally. Yeah. Have you, have you spoken to Bree lately? No. Nope. You spoken to Carter? Not since my mom's wedding. I've left him a dozen messages. I don't know if he's mad at me or... Well, Serena, that's why I called. Supposedly, the Buckleys are flying him out to Galveston so he can work off his debt. Work it off how? On one of their family oil rigs. That's crazy. It would take him like 20 years to earn that kind of money. I think they're more interested in getting Carter out to the Gulf with a bunch of Texas roughnecks. So it's not like he's going to be making a lot of friends. No, please tell me this is a joke. Don't worry. Because someone just abruptly died. And Nate has a plan now to get Carter back. Because Nate has been known to be good at scheming in the past i'm kidding that's a joke he's really bad at scheming he's so bad he's almost he's like he's usually the one manipulated yeah manipulation. he's embarrassingly bad at scheming so like when he says i have a plan serena don't worry about it you know what he and serena are both so bad it. at planning are, like, and manipulating two, yeah like i think i mentioned this before whenever they scheme it's like this is the worst people to scheme anything oh my god you should not scheme together you guys are both bad at scheming they're so bad at it and like because just they're the ones always manipulated yeah, it's so like, sad because like they're the ones that are always getting manipulated over us like who thought this was a good idea Who's, no one well they so like that's why serena is like okay nate we can totally work on this plan together because you're as bad at scheming as i am yeah i don't realize that two rons do not make a right in the situation oh they're so bad they're so bad at this so so nate's plan is to uh play poker against uh one of the buckley brothers and i don't know somehow it's like a very stupid plan He's like, I'm gonna bet Carter's uh, freedom because I know, I know this guy. Probably his name's Biff or something like that. Um, I know his tells, and so he he has Serena buy into the game, and then to um, twenty five thousand dollars. Imagine being able to buy into a twenty five thousand dollar limit. Game. Like that's like a minimum that's entry. Like so much money. That's a year of university. That is like upsetting. That is upsetting. That's, that's, someone's, so sad. that's someone's car. That's someone's salary. Yeah, that's like that's absurd. rent for two months in San Francisco. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. Okay. So, um, so they play this game. And Serena kind of like is like, oh, are you afraid to play me because I'm a girl? And it's so boring. Their plan is really bad. Well, well, well. Nate Archibald, you looking for a game? I'm, I'm afraid we, we don't have a seat for you. Oh, I'm not here to play. She is. That is unless you're afraid to play a girl. 
Buying is $25,000. That's a lot of money. So don't lose. Pull up a seat, darling. But like, you know, Nate's like, I won't be playing, you'll be playing, you know, because he has a thing for blondes. It's like, ugh. So not into Nate. this. Hate this. Hate this. Objectifying women. So Mayonate. Mayonate. Do better. Yeah. So he's full on mayonate in this episode too. Oh my god. I have a plan. Don't worry. Okay. Let's Fatal go. last like, words. I don't understand. <laughs> Fatal Serena's last like, Serena's so trustworthy, trusting, and she's like, oh, you have a plan, worst she plan in- thinker. Yeah, she- I'll go along with she this. She everything full of hearts. Oh, so sad. <laughs> Serena, do better. Uh, Girl. Also, Nate, just don't. Yeah. So, yeah. So, anyway, they're in the game, and, you know, while the Buckley's tells are, you know, they're, you know... Serena know. loses a bunch of money. Yeah, so she loses a shit ton, and he's like, "We gotta, you know, it's we gotta fine. stay." I in. know the tells. I know the tells. Yeah, and I was like, "But fam, like, it's not working." And so, and Serena's like, "Okay, I'll go along with this, even though everything you said in the past hasn't been true." Yeah, so <laughs> because I, she's a dumb flower, she really is. I mean, bless, bless her heart, but also bless mm, her heart, bless oh. her heart. So, Serena at this point now is like. Looking at Nate's like, look, I've lost a shit ton of money. I can't play this game anymore. Your tells, whatever your intel you have, it's bullshit. I'm scared. And this is Nate's, this is Carter's life on the line here. Like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And so at this point now, and the Nate's Buckley like, brother. don't worry. Yeah, PJ, he knows that, you know, uh, Serena is Carter's girlfriend. And, like, he's obviously winning for his freedom. And so... Serena is given a picture of Trip. As we know, Trip Vanderwoodson, he is running for a congressional position that's happening mm-hmm. in this in the, the state of New York for the Upper East Side district. And he uh, Nate's been working for the campaign. He's running the office against the Buckley. And it's <sighs> like also, mind you, Nate's like eighteen, maybe and nineteen school. in school and I was running a campaign. Like, like what are you doing? How I mean I'm doing a lot, but like no, I don't, just, I'm not doing that. Yeah, this will interfere with his like school bong time. Yeah. So <laughs> speaking of bonds, yeah. So uh, Serena has run out of money, and Nate's like, "Don't worry, girl, I got this." Hey, PJ, here's this picture of uh, Trip. Yeah, he's smoking a bong, and um, that's what Serena bets Carter's freedom against the trip picture with the bong and then obviously because everything about this plan is terrible she loses and uh the buckley's get the vanderbilt picture and Uh, all hell's breaking loose uh, so so then um so then serena is like oh shit like oh shit we shouldn't have done this like this ruins trip's career this ruins relationship with your grandfather and she like goes outside to get some air and when she does that she overhears nate on the phone talking about grandfather the plan that it's been planted that the picture was photoshopped and that it wasn't actually a picture of him with a bond he was just holding a beer yeah so nate's intent in this case wasn't to get for carter's freedom it was to to manipulate 
um, the Buckleys into revealing this photo with him with a bong and then later showing the real photo and be like, hey, they're trying to smear our campaign. Yep. And Which would not work in this day and age because fake news is all the rage. Yep. So Serena is pissed. She is so upset. She is pissed. Pissed. Pissed off all the way off. She's like, oh, hell no. You must go wrong, girl. So she tells PJ what happened and she exchanges that information that would have ruined the, P- the Buckley's reputation. Somehow. Well, I mean, like, essentially, it, because, like, the Vanderwoodsons and the Buckley's have this, like, long, deep-seated, you know, animosity between each other. Yeah, it's been, like, a huge, like, political rivalry. Yeah, it's like the Clems versus the Bushes. Like, everyone knows they're not, you know, close. Or something to that effect. Yeah. So, like, it's, you know, it's pretty deep-seated and... You know, any any time that the Vanderbilts ha- the Vanderbilts have an um an opportune time to fuck over the Buckleys, they're gonna take it, and this is their moment. And so when PJ sees this, he's like, "Good, put this in the butt. So it doesn't affect my family." And he exchanges this information with Carter's freedom. So now yeah. Carter is free, and he can do whatever he wants. But um, he- Nate finds out that you know that Serena you know fucked them over he's like you you don't you know what you just done like how can how can you you know betray the Vanderbilt like the Vanderbilt how can you betray my family and she's like you you know we're dangling Carter's life on the line like this is not about you this is bigger yeah, than you like this he is started his, it you started this like you manipulated me so I'm manipulating you back and so like they're so bad at manipulating they're now they're manipulating each other now I'm manipulating the oh, buckets they're supposed so to they're so at bad it. at manipulation it's so it's so they depressing end up fucking each watch. other over yeah and all this like not, yeah it's wild how much they like uh, they're so stupid they're, they're so bad at everything they're so bad and all and all of a sudden done carter the person that all this is surrounding when he finds out that you know nate and serena did this in order to get him free he basically dumps serena he's like i'm going to go do the oil rig or whatever i gotta do in order to gain my own freedom back because i don't want to be pitied serena you came mm. I'm sorry for all the things that I said to you at the wedding. I deserve them. Um, look, Serena, I'm leaving tomorrow. No, you're not. I settled your debt with the Buckleys. What? How? It's a long story, but... I helped PJ avoid a very public fiasco. Nate probably hates me now, but it doesn't matter. You can stay. I didn't ask for you to save me. I wanted to. Serena, this was my debt to settle, not yours. If that means I have to go work, work on, on an oil rig? Carter, I wasn't going to allow that to happen. You have nothing to prove to the Buckleys. I wasn't proving it to them. I was proving it to you, to myself. I wanted to take responsibility for what I did. I have to go. No. I saw the way you looked at me at the wedding. I see the way you're looking at me now. I think I'd rather have you hate me than feel sorry for me. I don't need to be saved. It's like, it's a weird thing because like, why? why? I kind of see where he's coming from. Is it because of his like wanting to make amends? Because like last time he got into a bunch of gambling debt and I guess a woman... Like that, he fell in love with, tried to save him, right? And, and it's basically her. the same thing. Yeah, it's the exact same thing. He, and he's trying to break the cycle. Yeah, that's very true. And he's like, I want to take ownership of what 
I did. Like yeah. this, these are the actions that I did. These are the these are the mistakes that I made, and I wanted to take some ownership. Oh, and I don't Carter's need to barely in this episode. It's so sad. It is, and even in the end, he's like, you know, I'm not gonna lie. He was super heroic and super like validating to see like him growing. Yeah, like, that's growth. That's actual like character development <laughs> that's happening. Like he was a shithead when we first saw him, and now he's like actually like really willing to walk into whatever danger that is ahead yeah. of him because like. Oh, you're on Ulrich. It's extremely dangerous. Oh, my God. It's horrible. You're in the hot sun all day. You're on oil. It can light on fire anytime. Oh, my God. It can, like, it can go into the ocean. You're, like, you're not, you're not, it's very dangerous. You're making, like, little to no money. And he owns, like, I think he owes, like, $250,000 or something. Or, no, a half a million. $500,000 he owes. Oh, my God. I can't imagine owing someone that amount of money. I know it's that's not the point, but it's like I'm just constantly just so like in shock about how they just throw like these rich people just throw around money. It's just it's it's all about decimal points at this point. Yep. It's not even about like the concept of actual hard coke cash. It's just like commas and decimal points. Yeah. And it's just very Ugh. disconcerting. Oh boy! Oof! Yeah. So, so that's 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 that. the episode. Yeah, Serena and Nate are not friends because Nate was a dickwad. Yeah, dickweed, dillweed. Yeah, dickwad. Yeah, and now you know. And so that's kind of where we're ending up at this point of the episode. Vanessa is sad with Blair. Blair and Chuck are in a fight. Yeah. And now Serena is single and also not friends with Nate. So, so everyone's mad at each other. The only people that are still okay are like Dan, Dan and, and Olivia, Olivia. Yeah. and Lillian Rufus. And uh, that's the episode. So yeah. uh, we'll be back after these messages with our superlatives. For listeners of the Gossip Girls podcast, Lola's offering a 50% savings on your first order. Get your first two box order for just $9, regularly $18. So Lola has 100% organic cotton menstrual products for Ooh. people who menstruate. But they also have a My First Period box that I really want to get, even it's though so I'm cute. so many periods in. Same. There's I... like a little pamphlet, too. Like, I want to learn about my period. When did you get your first period? When I was 13. I got mine when I was 15. I was a super late bloomer. That's oh why I didn't God. get boobs until I was like 22. I got my period. on my Like, my first period was on my way back from Hawaii on a family trip. And so, like, as soon as I got back, I got my period. I was like, thank God you didn't interrupt my beach trip. I got my first period in the middle of a history test. Ew! And I... Oh, did you think you peed yourself? Yeah, and then I was so excited because I was like, fucking finally. I know. I was like, because I was like When's 15 going When's on 16, and I was like, I still hadn't had my period yet, and I was like, am I, am I dead inside? So if you... <laughs> if you are not dead inside but you want to start your first two box order for just nine dollars instead of eighteen dollars you can go to trymylola.com slash gossipgirls.simplecast.com again that's trymylola.com slash gossipgirls.simplecast.com get your first two box order for just nine dollars menstruation yeah okay and we're back and you know what time it is no it's fashion time. <gasps> fashion time. Fashion. Put it all on me. Did you see these clothes on me? Fashion. Turn it around. Fashion. Turn it around. Ooh. Fashion. So with fashion this week, there were some really like some looks there with were... a Q with a Q. Um, yeah. Some intense looks. L L Q Q K. Yes. S. Yes. 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 Okay. So let's start off with the all about Eve segment. I. Love Vanessa's dress. It is so beautiful. It was like a a sweetheart, like deep sweetheart neckline, um, ruched. I guess I don't mm-hmm. know. Like it'd be some some sort of satin, and then it had these beautiful like 
um, caplet. Yeah, is that cap sleeves? Yeah, cap sleeves. Yeah. Oh, they were beaded, and it's just like she just looks so gorgeous. The thing is, like, they never dress Vanessa in a good outfit, and so like I was like, <gasps> finally, she's like breathtaking. Because I think that they, I honestly think they like you know down her like um like dress her down yeah because she's so beautiful she's so beautiful like pretty than everyone on the show yeah she is the prettiest character on the show Mm -hmm. she's gorgeous so it's yeah i was like i i I honestly gasped when i saw her the first one i know oh my god vanessa yes girl it was so get yours okay yeah i was very into it (laughs) clearly i ship vanessa (laughs) Uh, you can't ship one person share oh yes i can okay can tell me what to do (laughs) (laughs) i do what i want okay uh yes uh and blair as uh betty davis i look uh, i like it too but um I really enjoyed her dress that she wore in most of this episode. Yeah, it was like the... Bodycon dress? Yeah, I love those like... Oh, is that what it's said? Bodycon? Yeah, it's, yeah, a it's like a bodycon and it was like black and then a, a it's dark like color blocking. Yeah. yeah, it looked so good on her and I really want that dress. Also, it, like, shout out to her cleavage rhombus because it was out yeah, in full form. Yeah, it like, great. I'm like, okay, Blair, I see you. You have a cleavage rhombus? Yes, all right, Blair. So great. So good. I'm into it. Uh, and then Vanessa and her mom had these uh, outfits that I did not like. Ugh, bummer. Uh, bummer. It's so like they, they both have like that. That Oh, they were both dressed like Serena. <laughs> They're both like in that free people, like yes, hippie aesthetic. Absolutely. Um, and Boho chic. Yeah, boho chic. That is exactly what her style was. And like, I don't know. I didn't like their outfits. I liked I liked Vanessa's necklace. I liked her necklace too. I like that necklace, and I think the colors work for her beautifully. Cause Every they, like, color looks good on her. I know she's, she's black, but like, yeah, fair. Um, but, but like the the, the the style of it, yeah, is I'm terrible. A, I'm not really sure. Like, I, I appreciate the the deep neckline. I appreciate the the floor length of her dress, but it's just the weird like peasant flowy sleeves that I'm not yeah. a fan of. That kind of makes her look like she's a bat. Yeah, and it's like, it's like I'm not bat sure. wing, but it's bat boob. Yeah, but then I like I like Vanessa's mother's dress. I just don't like the shawl, and I don't like the necklace. Oh, I don't like the dress like style. Like I like the pattern of it. I like the halter like, dress. I think the halter. Oh, dress I is... hate halters. Oh. Well, I, I don't mind. I don't mind halters honestly, because like I feel like halters are good for certain body types, and she has a body type that can handle all halter dress because she's kind of like she has a nice like thin form, mm-hmm. and it's not too like. Like it's nice clean lines, even though her outfit like pattern is kind of paisley and kind of like all over the place. The color looks really great on her. Yeah, it's, like very. But it's the like almost necklace a nude. though, like the totally, is so ugly. It, it chunks her up in a way that is not pleasing to her form at all. Yeah, that's why I hate her bag. I hate her bag. Going oh my the god, it is like dusty millennium pink. Yeah, and but also has like massive polka dots on it, and it also has a, it's a clutch. Why so, is like, it so ugly? It, also, like, if you, I don't, I don't believe that she would wear any of this. No. Like as as far as her character goes, no, not a fan of any of this thing in here. Yeah, it's like what's going on? Yeah, but her hair is amazing. Her she's very beautiful. She's very gorgeous. One time, shout out to Afro Latinas everywhere. Is that what she is? Mm-hmm. Oh. One fabulous. time, like um, speaking of being dark and looking good in every color, mm. um, I feel like so I was in fashion design in when I was in ninth grade because. I don't know, somehow in public school had a fashion design class and it was like all these white people and then me and we were playing, like we were doing this, this day. Where Which we is like, like every suburban yeah, Asian Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, like it's, it's very Asian, but like this class was very white. Um, my high school was like really pretty diverse, like while segregated, it was like really diverse because um, there's a lot of 
Um, there are a lot of Indians, a lot of like um, Asians. Were you bright Dearborn, like, Michigan, or I was close to it, but we did have a large Chaldean population, okay. um, which is Christian Middle Eastern because Chaldean does not exist outside of Michigan. <laughs> um, but like we were, I was in this class and we were like holding up all these colors to ourselves, and like every single color looked good on me, <laughs> and Facts. that was when I first realized, like, oh, <laughs> dark skinned people look good in all colors. I can pull anything off. Yeah, I like, could pull off fucking like burnt orange. You really could. Yeah, I pull oh off my burnt God, orange. I pull off like oh bright God, yellow. You should pull off burnt orange more often. Okay, it's a, and it's a time now because fall. <gasps> oh my God, fall is here, it's dude. It's season. It's soupy season. Well, any season, soupy season. Oh, sure, but. It's like burnt orange soupy. I know. I'm here for it. Ah, I was like, like your pumpkin dreams, girl. Oh my god, I'm going to be a pumpkin. <laughs> so cute. You won't be washed out. No, no. Yeah, and so it was just like it was so funny to like realize that. Oh, I look good in everything, and all these white people <laughs> look bad in everything. Yep, it, 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 it is their fault. So yeah. um, moving on. Yeah. Um, Fun anecdote about my past. <laughs> I took fashion design. That's where I got into sewing. Nice. Uh, yes. She made me a skirt for my birthday. It was oh, great. I did. I, oh, awesome. remind, remind me to buy elastic tonight. Okay. Um, so uh, I really liked Olivia's dress. I did too. Another. Cleavage Ramos. Yeah. Out here. I see you, Hilary Duff. Bodycon dress. Like yes. it's one of those bandage dresses with. Yes. So it's like this gorgeous coral color, which you would think looks terrible on her, but somehow it works. Honestly, then, I feel like Hillary can legit pull off anything. She can't pull off. Oh. Uh, she can pull off anything. I don't think she can pull off like pinks. I've seen her in pinks. Like uh, she lived in pinks with Lizzie McGuire. I know they look bad on her. Really? Okay. Oh. Maybe maybe I'm just like blind by my love for Hillary. Maybe. But Hillary I, could wear a burlap sack. She would look amazing. She would. She okay. actually did wear a burlap sack on uh, on an episode of Lizzie McGuire. Why do I know that? Why do I know that? Because I don't know. I watched the movie like two weeks ago. <laughs> okay. Well, like, there was a whole episode where like Lizzie McGuire. She got really into like the environment mm -hmm. and she <gasps> wanted to talk about right. repurposed clothing and so she like made an outfit out of burlap i could do that i have a burlap sack at home. and like and like on um, miranda was like you're literally wearing burlap <laughs> why aren't you calling me on the fact that i have a burlap sack at home <laughs> i'm sorry it's fine do you have a burlap sack yeah oh do you wear it no should i what should yes. i make that? how do how do i make a an outfit? skirt wear a cute like burlap, burlap skirt. skirt you can paint it mm, with like gold <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. And like Fashion. some and like some like black accents. Black accents. <gasps> Why am I now want a burlap sack outfit? Oh my god. Oh my god, I'm so excited for this okay. moment. Okay. Anyway, Hillary looks amazing in this bandage yes. dress. Oh yeah, and she it has like yellow piping that I really like. Yeah, it's very um, cute. Her clutch is terrible, but whatever. But also Dan looks I don't know what's going on with him. He looks very in this particular episode like like steel that we're looking at right now. His uh His hair looks so good in this episode. His hair looks so sexy pushed back. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm bringing it back, and now it's applied to Dan and not Nate, but it's That's fine. fair, but also, like, I'm I'm curious about, like, so Dan, season Dan hair, season three, it's not my favorite. My favorite, season four. Okay, I don't know. Season, season four and season Dan five. Is. Those are my favorite, which we'll get to later, but his hair is amazing. Why don't you like his four. hair here? I don't know. It's it just, like, it's grown out too much. And oh, it's season like, four, Dan's hair is great. Season four hair is amazing. Yeah, it looks great. Oh, but season three is, like, it grew out continuously season one season two he just doesn't cut his hair yet yeah it just looks like he has not cut his hair in like years i don't know i think it's, it looks sexy yeah that's fair yeah. i mean i don't know i'm 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 a hard supporter of season four dan's hair though which we'll get to soon yes um yeah what else um what other outfits do we have to go through um blair had a dress in um at the freshman dinner it was like it had like scalloped uh beige gold lace on top of black uh 
like it's very metallic yeah yeah i don't know i didn't really care for it. i didn't really hate it it was kind of it kind of washed her out yeah it looks weird it's yeah. fine the our style hair, is cute but like our hair looks amazing her hair always looks amazing it's fair looks so much better without headbands yeah. oh also i'm wearing a headband today you are yeah cool it's a gold one it's very cute oh my god i'm wearing a gold vest a gold headband red shoes and a red sweater because why because you can that's true you guys are soups yeah um, I loved her. I loved Blair's last dress that she wore. Oh my god, I hated it. Really? Yeah, it, I love like, that color. The color is great, but it has color. like a zipper that goes from her like the V-neck to the bottom of the dress. Like no dress should ever do that. I don't know. I don't like those front zip dresses. I don't know. I'm, all the I'm, way. I don't know. I'm kind of here for it. It bunches when you sit. It does. Whatever. I don't know. Let I don't her lift. Like <laughs> no, it's fine. What? This show is about judging every character. Know, know, How dare you? I know. Sorry. I ship Blair. <laughs> I ship Blair. No, I. I ship Blair and Vanessa. They you know when what? when they Blair? had their moment. Ooh, the sexual tension. Yeah, there you was cut like, it with a knife. I thought they were gonna kiss for yeah. sure. You know what? I'm gonna put it out there. Blair can. She. Can, I literally ship with anybody. Um, so that's kind of how I feel Except about it. Except for Chuck. <laughs> so Chuck. But, oh, God. So great. Um, and I hated Vanessa's dress shirt thing. I like her jeans, but it's not her. always bad. Yeah. Um, that's over fashion. What about music? I recognize two songs. <gasps> Ooh, but what? I don't know what th- I don't know what they are. Okay. So. Yeah, so the, I'm I'm I know for sure the song that you probably recognize is yes. Edward Sharp and the Men of the Zeros as Home. Home, I am home. Home is when yeah, I'm yeah, I know that one. Yeah, big huge song. It was on every commercial song commercials now. Yeah, I feel it like was, I still hear that song. It's a one of those. It was like one of the biggest songs that came out in 2009, and it was like everywhere for a very long time. I really enjoyed that album and that band. And they, when they were had that moment, it was great. Back in the early, in the early aughts. Um, and what was the other one you might have known? Um, there was a few, but um, one of my favorite songs they played was Aiken to Be, which is by The Replacements. Love The Replacements, this band from uh, Minneapolis. They had a comeback a few years ago. They're great. Oh, I think I just recognized Home twice as two separate songs <laughs> i didn't realize it fair that's it's totally fine there um but yeah that was music low tech low tech uh so when nate is showing the picture of trip it's like on his phone and so you know what happened is that they found this tip picture of trip without the bong they photoshopped it they somehow messaged it to <laughs> that's so funny they messaged it to his phone they texted oh, yeah. it. To, how do you like? How do you get pictures on your phone? I don't understand. Whatever. In two thousand nine, how would you do that? I don't know. That's very Flip weird. Phone. Mm. Um, any Stray other observations. Old tech, low tech. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess just photoshopping pictures. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the only thing. Yeah. Um, what else? I feel like there's something else. Using cash instead of your, um, you can Venmo me a, a gambling debt. I'm kidding. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I should know what the Venmo Max is. <laughs> I feel like it's unlimited. Yeah, I feel like there must be. Um, oh, it's. Or maybe uh, more because drugs. So probably there's. Nope, a limit. it's three thousand dollars. Yeah, that's yeah per that, month. Yeah. No, per week. Sorry. That sounds about right because drugs. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. No. Okay. Uh, Stray observations. Stray observations. The only things I had were like, 
uh, fucking everything Vanessa's mom said. Oh, God. She's just, like, so pretentious, like... I'm afraid I don't worship at the altar of shallow celebrities when um, when Lily said, oh, Dan's dating a very famous actress. Yeah, I almost like, that's so rude. That's like, also, Dan didn't know who she was, so fuck off. Right, but also, that's so rude. Yeah. That's so rude. I like, don't worship at the altar. Oh, I don't pay attention to anything around me, is what you're saying. Yeah, but also, it's still rude. That's like, it's pretentious. That's but like, that, that's the type of pretentious that I just hate. Like, oh, I've never heard of that. Like, with me when i don't know music it's because i just like actually don't know it but like it's in this case it's like you've probably heard of her and pretending like you don't know her like that's what i'm betting is happening yeah but even then it's just like you don't say that to the person or anything I like know. that it's just rude and like callous and like not appropriate How dare yeah i don't know like even if you have no idea you said oh that's nice to meet you or like whatever you, you put an on you put on a face don't just like blatantly be rude as fuck for no Sorry. reason um not a fan um chuck kiss boys chuck kiss boys i, I want to know what boys he kissed yes. and i want to see photos yes exactly i want to see photos i want the receipts give me the receipts i want to see more um i really like the couple i really like the callback for the welcome back hotter moms. i love that they're in every episode i'm i'm, I'm here for them and it's also just kind of really sweet to how they're revealed because like um there was a little underlining plot with like lily and rufus moving um, in together moving in together and he's feeling like a little bit of his stuff is like kind of like you know disappearing but when they unwrapped and said like welcome back cotter mugs like yeah of course like we couldn't get rid of those it was kind of like a really sweet like marriage between their families finally mm-hmm. you know beyond They're finally just their, together yeah just beyond the, the actual like format meshed right yeah so uh but on that note that was the episode so you want to break this bitch yeah um i don't i don't know how i want to read I'll it i'll give it a seven yeah i think, I think it was really like a little fun bit, like it was convoluted and a little confusing but i think it was still fun nonetheless yeah um i didn't really care about the carter um the serena Nate really did not it. care about that story line. but i love carter so i was here but he's for barely it. in it so I know. it doesn't really count as a carter storyline no and also this it's is the last fine. time we see carter for a while oh, ever I think it might be ever. <gasps> so Carter, Carter Basin, goodbye, Carter, goodbye forever, Carter. Good, I know. I I'm gonna miss you. Let's um let's um. I will remember you. Na, 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 na. Carter Basin. Remember I'm gonna miss your lips. Us. I'm gonna Don't miss. Let your gossip pass you by. I'm gonna miss your hair, your piercing blue eyes, your body. And the fact that you said everything very slowly. Your voice. But also, <sighs> you care, you cared so little, but yet so much. Goodbye, Carter. Goodbye, Carter. Exit stage left. So, yeah. That's <laughs> curtains. <laughs> curtains on... Uh, curtains on Carter. Curtains on Carter. Oh, damn. So sad. I hope he comes back and he'll be like, oh, whoops. Whoops. I honestly, like... Let me I actually, think this is his last one. I, I think, think I wikipedia it. Yeah, I think this is him. That's it, I think. Don't let your life pass you by. Dun, 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 dun. The memories. Uh, yeah, I... Oh. Yeah. Oh, um, does it come back? I don't think he's actually in the episode. I think he might just be. 
there later but like just in passing i don't anyways we will we will do that again for you if that Word. if you we will that... remember you always yes. Carter Basin. we will forget you if you come back and then we will remember you once you leave again yes because we love, we love you. you so on that note uh how would you rate this episode soups we already rated it no i rated it seven oh. what did you rate i also it? rated a seven. Oh, okay so yeah that's the episode. Want to thank? <laughs> I was like, we already sorry, it. sorry. It's okay. Mm, I'll call that. It's fine. Don't do it. Okay. Well, everyone loves our banter. <laughs> People our definitely condition. listen this far into the episode. <laughs> so on that note, want to thank Cards Against Humanity so much for their facilities and equipment. Want to give a good shout out to Post Loudness. Post Loudness, <laughs> which is our collective we're a part of, which is a collective independent audio shows hosted by people of color, women, and queer identified hosts you can find out more about them at postlaunas.com uh, i want to give a shout out to the excellent as always cb for always Aww. being here every week letting me rant on about my feelings my deep feelings about the show your deep feelings about vanessa let's be honest okay yes <laughs> i ship her i ship her so much <laughs> ship her with me it's fine. And uh, share, even though I continuously make fun of you, it's only because I'm so proud of you as a human being, and I love you so much. Aww, and I show my love in um, making fun of people because I have the inability to be earnest. So sorry uh, about that. No, it's fine. <laughs> Same. Uh, <laughs> and I want to thank you all listeners for tuning in this week. I want to give another shout out to Lola for being our sponsor this week. And we'll be Peter back. Yep, the periods do suck. They're not great. Um... I was sick, and I had my period this this past month. Oh my god! It was awful. I had my period in San Francisco, and it was the worst. We, we were on, we were on the same link. Yeah, we, same, we synced. We, we synced. synced. <gasps> we oh synced. my god! We are blood sisters. We are moon do, sisters. That's whatever. what happens. You yeah. we, what? Blood sisters, moon sisters. Who doesn't matter? Why can't we be blood sisters? Okay, I think it's moon sisters. It makes more sense to be blood sisters. Thank you, my friend. My other friend calls like, we're blood sisters because we synced up, and she got all upset with me calling it's moon sisters. But so your like, cycle isn't exactly twenty eight days. It's not. Mine's like twenty three. Yeah, mine's like twenty four, twenty five ish. It's it's fine. Fine, but yeah. we're synced up. We did it. We synced. So we're um, in sync. Yes, I love I'm it. I'm just a new JC. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm more of a Chris. It's fine. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. It's fine. I'm I'm more of a Josie um, fat one, so it's fine. (laughs) I'll allow it. (laughs) I'll allow it. So uh, until next time, you You know know you love us. XOXO. Custom Girls. (laughs) Post Loud.